Good evening, and welcome once again to Xbox Tavern's X Pod Tavern, episode 80th, on a lovely Sunday evening, 8 p.m. Ish, which is when we record this podcast each and every week, generally. I'm Jamie, and once again joined by Millie Mannion. Hello, welcome back. And Scottish Graf Ross. Hello, gentlemen. Are we well? We're fantastic. Thank you very much. My first week off in a year. So <laughs> why not? Week off work. That is normal work. Not yeah. Podcast. <laughs> the day job. The day. The normal job. Boo. Boo. Uh, we're not. Obviously, we're missing a couple of members this week. They're otherwise committed. So, hello, Graham. Hello, Daniel. Uh, welcome to uh, Xbox Heaven's Arcade Extravaganza. Uh, hopefully, we won't lose this one like we lost episode 26 or it was. 20th. 20th. So. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Cool. So, before we get into the arcade chatter, let's talk some Xbox news, shall we? Let's do it. It's cool. And we're going to start off with a bit of a controversial one. Um, uh, a couple of days ago, <clears throat> everybody's favorite news outlet, Kotaku, tweeted out uh, a story that some one of their writers had written, which I'll find out in a second. After years of hype, the Game Pass burnout is here. Um, and this person, Ari Notis, um, has apparently got... I read through it. I must, it's quite long. If you want to go check it out, you can. I wouldn't recommend it, but you can. Um, and he's basically saying that because there's no big AAA games... So I say he, this person. said because there's no big AAA games coming every month, it's harder and harder to justify the cost of Game Pass. Uh, for example, you know they're expecting a Halo, a Forza, a Gears, a... Well, Call of Duty, whatever it will be, every month to justify the, the cost, and they're not getting what they want. And they're basing this off of two people. Uh, where was the first person? I've never even heard of him before at this point. Uh, Tony, something I think it was. Yeah, Tony Polanco, for, who writes uh, for Tom's Guide, uh, like a tech website. Says, uh, the service is great, but there aren't any AAA exclusive to compel me to stay. I'll be back when the titles start dropping. And then Washington Post reporter Gene Park shared similar sentiment, pointing out over the past few months, the only game from the service he's availed himself of is Trek to Yomi, which is obviously our Game Pass game for the month. We'll talk about that more later. Uh, And they go on to say, basically, new PS Plus is out. People, Some people comparing it uh, and saying it's a better service. I mean, it's not, but we, we don't need to get into that right now. Uh, and then they go on at the end, they start to go, well, actually, there are some good games on there, but there's no good AAA games. And the whole thing just is basically just is well, you're not I giving mean, us the biggest newest games for free. God damn yeah, you. Basically, yeah. I mean, because, I want every single game that comes out. On yeah. Alien Pass. <laughs> yeah, I think this was spurred on, obviously, because of Starfall, uh, Starfall. I've done what Dan did last week. Starfield and Redfall have been delayed, but the whole point of Game Pass in my eyes, and then obviously I will pass it over to you guys, I'll stop talking to you, is it, it's not just the AAA, it's all of them, all the little indie ones, all the weird titles you wouldn't have heard of, or things you want to try, but you might not want to stump up 50, 60 quid for, and they say, oh, it's on Game Pass now, we'll give it a go. I'm going to talk about one of them later on as well, because I was very disappointed with it. But yeah, just because you're not getting a big banger every month, we're still getting some fucking cracking sort of lesser games. I don't like using that word, but you know, not the big hitters, as it were. And Game Pass, I think, is still by far and away the best value in well, entertainment, really, not just gaming, because the small, was it £10 a month for the basic one, is it? And then £15 yeah. for the ultimate. You get so many games, hundreds of games you can play, and there's all sorts of, of variety and awesome titles on there. And to say that the burnout is here because a couple of games got delayed is just utter bollocks, basically. Um, I will pass it up to you in one second. I will just say that Tony Polanco, he did then tweet later on, which I saw uh, when this was all kicking off, um, that he didn't actually 
expect it to go quite the way it went. He was just saying that he was disappointed that things like Starfield. I fucking have done it again. Daniel, you've cursed me. Starfield and Riffle were delayed. Um, and he still thinks it's a great deal. It's just not for him at the minute, which is fair enough. Um, and then in response to Kotaku's tweet of this and uh, and the, the nonsense within the article, Xbox Game Pass themselves replied to it saying, tell me you limit yourself to tri- only AAA games without telling me you limit yourself to only AAA games. And they just got a, a fucking wath of, of support. Um, so, yeah, Ian, what's your thoughts and opinions on this situation? The guy's a fucking twat. Let's just put it <laughs> out there. It's, it's all a clickbait article and it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, it, it literally is just saying, oh, I only play AAA games. Well, come open your broadened horizon, play other games, try and enjoy yourself rather than just, oh, because Starfield got delayed, I'm going to make an article, but I'm angry that Game Pass is gone. Like game one, the gone game pass is not having all the games I want. It's, it's ridiculous. There's so many brilliant titles out there, and they're always adding to it. Yes, it's terrible that and sad that some titles get removed from the game pass, but you know, that things happen. Like same with Netflix, it's like the game TV shows coming in and out all the all the time. So you know, it's difficult. What about you, boss? I, I look at two different points of view. Right, so my. <clears throat> My counter-argument to it is, is people saying about, oh, AAA games, blah, 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 there's not enough of them coming, right? Break it down simply for value for money on it. Not even including the Xbox games. So, champ, uh, Football Manager for myself and Crusader Kings on the Ultimate Edition. Two games, you buy them brand new, you're £80. Yeah. So I, I can get, what's that, five, six months of Game Pass? Yeah, six, yeah. six months of Game Pass, roughly. Two games that I'll put easily a thousand plus hours in between the both of them. Yeah. And that's for two games. That's before I even look at the Xbox <coughs> side of the games or the games that I can play on PC, then jump on the Xbox with them, or the game like your Game Pass, uh, Project Game Pass game, Trek to Yomi, which I would never have yeah. picked up. Yeah, same. I'll never have picked my game out in the slide. Even in playing it at, um, we went to the WASD yeah. event. I was like, yes, that's good fun, but oh, I don't think I'll buy I it. But actually, quid, yeah, but getting to play it and like for free, well, for your pay subscription, but and then you, you know, you add into that on top of your free games that you've got sitting there, you can play them on the cloud. All right, so I'm getting these games that I would probably never look at for love nor money. I've got half an hour sitting on the couch at night, don't want to bother installing a three and a half gig game to play 10 minutes and go, nah, I don't really want to play that anymore. Boom, iPad set up or phone set up, a backbone, uh. Rikishi, whatever it may be, or if you want to use a full-blown controller, there you go. Because you've got Game Pass, you can discover this library of games where you might only play 15, 20 minutes of them, and they might be shit. You might end up discovering, holy fuck, this is a really great game. And what really annoys me most is, if you read through um, Tom, Tony, or whatever the Pratt's name is, his article, he actually then picks up Trek to Yomi and said it's one of the best games he's played. Would you have played it if it wasn't in Game Pass? No, probably not. I rest my case. My and one, and I will die on this fucking hill, as I've seen numerous times on this podcast, Killer Queen Black. Would I have looked at it? Would I have even know what the fuck it was? Never in the month of Sundays. Cannot recommend that game enough and was gutted to see it leave Game Pass. That's the no. sort of game, that little one there, that Game Pass is worth every penny for because I could quite happily make that my go-to game. Yeah, most games I've been playing recently have all been part of Game Pass. And that's like... that's what it that's what it offers you. It's the same way like when people are like reading the comments that are in the, the guy's article as well, and it says, Well, Netflix. 
people who complain that there's nothing on Netflix. Seriously? There's like a thousand films. That's not the yeah. series. That's the films. And they always play, oh yeah, but games leave Game Pass. I mean, so, like I said, I said, tons of Stuff leaves Netflix. Stuff else. leaves Amazon Prime. Stuff leaves Sky. Yeah. But they're, but they're always bringing new stuff in. It's exactly. Not like they're, they're, oh, that's oh there's less, less, less. Oh, there used to be 500 games on Game Pass. Now there's only 200. No. There used yeah, to be 500. Now there's 1,000. Yeah, exactly. They're just the yeah. ones you're yeah. talking about replaced, aren't there anymore. Game. Yeah. They replace games. What you got? And, but they'll always keep the AAA games. They'll always keep the Bethesda games on there. Yeah. It's not like they're going. It just it, it pisses me off the narrow-minded AAA is the only type of games that exist. And I used to be like that, but I never commented about a subscription service that was un- like wasn't value for money. I just used to play AAA games. But because of Game Pass, I've discovered AA's, Indies, whatever, are sometimes equally as good. They might not look as showcasey, they might not have the, the big audio scores, they might not have the stunning landscapes, but what they do have, like Trek to Yomi, basic, black and white, stunning to look at, great gameplay, simplistic in nature, and it's really enjoyable. If I pay my, what, what's 15 times 12, so what, £180 a month a year? So if I buy Forza, or if I don't buy Forza and I get two other games that go in the Game Pass, I've spent more money than I would have mm. to not find Trek to Yomi. And and you've had three games as opposed to what six, seven hundred at this exactly. point. Exactly. On the, on yeah. the if I spend ten minutes playing hundred and fifty games that are in Game Pass, there you go. Yeah. And and as you said, you're bound to find something you think, oh, I wouldn't normally look at this, but I'll give it a shot. Actually, this is fucking awesome. Let's see what else they got. And in fact, I think even Xbox said that ages ago, didn't they? They said people who play a puzzle game, for example, on Game Pass that wouldn't traditionally are then more likely to go and buy a, a different puzzle game that's not on Game Pass because, oh, I quite enjoyed that. Let's go check this, you know, other yeah. titles out similar to, to this sort of thing. Um, and as you said, you can't expect a new Gears or a new Halo or whatever every single month because that's unre- unreasonable. And why would you want that? Because then you would never have the time to play any of these other awesome little t- titles. The whole point of having a bit of a lull in terms of AAA releases is to then go, well, let's see what else we got. And what would happen there yeah. is, is you would get probably the same bloody idiots from Kotaku turn around and go and if Microsoft did have AAA games January, February, March, April, May, June, July, you would get the whole same folk going, oh, they're just buying everything, they're just making it a monopoly, oh, they're just doing this with X, Y, and Z. There's so, not enough time to play all of these exactly. games. Stop so you'd be like, them. you can't yeah. fucking win. You can't have triple E's coming out every month in a Game Pass because you'd get the PlayStation fanboys like Polanco moaning that Xbox were just sort of monopolising the market. I mean, to be fair, again, I think as we were talking about off air before, I think the whole point of Kotaku is, at the minute anyway is to provoke, cause, yeah, provoke. Basically, that's a better way of saying it, yeah. Um, and I'm sure there is another article on there praising Game Pass, probably. And sort of like got a companion pieces, but. Uh, it just it just seems mad to me. Not just Kotaku article. It's just I mean Twitter is a horrible place anyway to spend any amount yeah. of time. Oh, I know the amount so of people toxic. you say, oh Game Pass is like, why would you want to own, not own your games? Why would you? Why do you care? You get to play them. And you know that the other thing I think. Also, yeah, I don't get the what you own the game, but when you complete it, what do you do? Like yeah, you've done. You, you, sometimes you, you go back to it. Like sometimes you like you go back to it, yeah. and if you then decide that if you complete a game that's on Game Pass and you realise, oh wait a minute, this is the type of game we are. I definitely know I'm going to go back. Fantastic. 20% off because it's in Game Pass. Go fucking pick it up. Exactly. Pick it yeah. up. 
I mean, I've always been a bit of a collector with older titles of my 360, well, Xbox, yeah, 360 backwards. I've kept everything. But now everything's digital. And like I said, if something leaves Game Pass and I really like it, I'll buy it. If not, then yeah, I don't know. Well, I didn't really lose anything by trying it, you know. But yeah. Uh, then again, this guy's article, some of that was done. It's fucking ridiculous as well. It's a bit the, thing, the thing that pissed me off, I don't want to give this any more attention than it should because it doesn't deserve any more attention, but it's like no. fucking just... It winds, I think that's something they know what they're doing, but it's also, just don't do it. Why do you need to do it? What, what it's, it's all for the click scene, isn't it? It's all for the click. We're like, I mean, again, I, it's tr- tricky because we're not like a professional website, as it were. We don't, we don't spend you know, all of our work day on it and, and try and get people to come to the site as much as possible type thing. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the whole point. They just want as many people to click into it. They don't really care what they write. Will this get someone to click on it? Yeah, that'll do. Right, okay, done. Right, is this what I believe? Yeah, probably not, but someone will click on it and then I'll get paid. Win-win. Um, yeah. they, they do go to say at the end of them, to give them some small amount of credit, uh, they did say that, uh, that they said the service will uh, almost assuredly approve again next box. Uh, sorry, next month, Xbox will host its not E3 press conference uh, during its 2021 conference, Xbox and that's one 20 games planned for Game Pass. Uh, some are already out, and some like the Somerville, Atomic Heart, Outer Wilds 2 are yet to receive release dates, which we could see more about in what a week, two weeks, is it? Was it two two weeks. June, June 12th, isn't it? Yeah, June 12th. Um, I'm to watch long, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, we're going to do a bit of a watch long for that. Um, CG like that is, yeah, we'll see about that. I need to talk about it next week, anyway. Right, <laughs> why is so, the rum uh, gone? Yeah, no rum this week. Uh, slightly tangentially related to that, uh, someone else, again, on that wonderful place known as Twitter, re- uh, messaged, uh, who were they, NXR, uh, the guys behind Wasteland and stuff like that. They, it must be rough knowing that you're making Game Pass fodder for the foreseeable future. And NXR, uh, NXR replied, full creative freedom, financial support, and millions of gamers playing and loving our games. It's a dream, really. Highly recommend so again, there's more idiots from from Twitter being idiots basically, uh, and then the Brian Fargo, who is I believe the studio head of NXL, said yep. Microsoft yeah. have been a perfect partners for us, and I've worked with a lot of people in my career. Nothing but encouragement, operational support, creative freedom, and respect for game development. So yes, I'm most impressed with them, and you will see their bets pay off. So obviously they're working on a couple of titles, I think, and you've got all these other studios which we've talked about in the past, past where they haven't they purchased them, they're working on the games, and we'll start to see that come out. Well, it was due with like Starfield, Starfield needed it again. Mm. And then, um, yeah, I think in the next year, you're going to see a lot of, not necessarily AAA, which again, don't need AAA all the time, but you're going to start to see a bit more of a continual rollout for a Microsoft first party, as well as all this extra stuff. You know, like, I mean, we've got Assassin's Creed, was it Origins coming next week, is it, into Game Park? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I know it's a, you know it's a couple of years old at this point, but it's still a pretty big title to get it's people in mind. It's a fantastic game. And that's another example of a title I wouldn't pick up, but coming to Game Pass, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Why the fuck not, eh? Um, so, yeah, so basically Game Pass, as we keep saying, is fucking awesome. And you don't have to like it, you don't have to subscribe, but to say that it's not worth its weight in gold, as it were, is fucking ridiculous, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, but I think again, once those exclusives start trickling in a bit more regularly, I think we're going to be see articles from places like Kotaku. Oh, there's too many games. Oh, yeah. Ah. Stop releasing them. Oh, I can't play them all. Um, but yeah, so that's enough Game Pass love, I think, for now. Let's do it. Yeah. Game Pass. Go do it. Um, 
So what we could have had in Game Pass. That's what that's, well that's one's things. We could very well have been sitting down right now to be playing something along the lines of Marvel Spider-Man on the Xbox. However, apparently Xbox turned down the exclusivity, uh, which led to Sony and PlayStation 4 obviously to take on that exclusivity, hand it to Insomniac Games. And, well, if you've played the PS4 games, I haven't played them, but I, I understand they're quite high, highly regarded. Oh. Um, mm. So from VGC, it says, the head of Marvel Games has revealed our Xbox turned down an opportunity to make licensed games shortly before Sony made a deal to make Spider-Man on PS4. Uh, it's from uh, Stephen L. Kent's book in the Ultimate History of Video Games, Volume 2. Uh, basically, the, uh, Marvel used to be paired with Activision. I don't know if you remember the Spider-Man, the movie games on the original Xbox and that. Yeah. I think the first one was quite good, was it? Or the second one of them was quite good and the rest of them were naff. I know there was one of them um, where you were running through a building and you had Doc Ock chasing you. Yeah, that was a good one. You had I think, to swing yeah. through. Um, that was the only one I played, really, I think. But yeah, the general consensus is that most of them were quite bad. Uh, so the two companies split ways and then they went they went shopping around trying to get other people to make the games and apparently this person uh ba -ba -ba, hang on, i've lost the thing here Ong, someone on oh, it doesn't matter someone oh jay Ong from marvel games uh he said when a deal was made to walk away activision asked what are you going to do with this ip and he replied i'm going to find a better home for it and apparently activision in their oh so hubris way said good luck finding your unicorn uh, and obviously they, they they didn't just find their unicorn. They found a fucking flying one that's got Ooh, fucking yes. gold armor. And yeah, they 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 done well for themselves. So obviously they went to Xbox. Uh, Microsoft wasn't interested. And then they went to Sony. Like I said, spoke to Adam Boys and John Drake. They gave it to Insomniac. And then Spider-Man was born. And as I said, a lot of love for Spider-Man. Twenty-six and a half million copies between the two games. Mad. It's mad. And it's not my Sony, Sony right. picked up Insomniac for something like $260 million a few years back when all these companies are going for billions now. I think they got a fucking They bargain. got some deal with that. Um, so, Ross, you seem to be the only one who actually has played these Spider-Man games. Do you think we're actually missing out? Or is oh, it yeah. yeah. No, they are bluff, they're bluff. fantastic to play. Like, <laughs> Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man game is amazing. Um, they do side quests well. They do. They even do collectibles well um, because collectibles are directly linked to your upgrades. So your achievement hunters are still getting rewarded for uh, fucking Ezio cutting about finding pigeons. Oh, um, fucking feathers. <laughs> so even things like that, um, adding into like the just even small things like the fast travel. So the fast travel is in cuts to a screen that gives you a hint and then pops back you are sitting in your suit on the subway to blend into the general public you're not taking part nothing there's no audio but you can just see like everybody standing blending away to spider-man and he goes out or spider-man's going into a shop just random wee things and it just makes the thing just seem for fans of the comics not so much the car the the films because it doesn't show you but for fans of the comics it's just nice to see that spider-man um, the Miles Morales game was fantastic as well. Great story. Um, played on like your um, plot twists and stuff like that as well. Um, obviously, new one Spider Man 2 is due to come out with both Peter Parker and Mar Miles Morales in it and Venom being the main baddie. So, obviously, springing his sort of 
uh, popularity in their films and stuff like that. Getting him into the next game is obviously going to see that take off. And also forgetting as much as they've got Spider-Man there, the Wolverine game's coming out as well from uh, Insomniac as well. Yeah, so Insomniac seem to be the perfect people to have made this. Um, yeah. Do you reckon if Microsoft had have gone with it, because at that point Insomniac were obviously free agents as it were, do you reckon they would have looked at Insomniac as well after, um, what was it called? What was the, the grinding game they did? Uh, Sun's Overdrive, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, that was but that was ex- regarded, that was Xbox exclusive, wasn't it? That exactly, one, yeah. yeah, they were sort of quite friendly at that point, and that was around the time the whole Spider-Man thing possibly could have kicked off. Um, so they could very well have gone with them as, uh, uh, as well, or they could have given it to the Coalition and made a gritty, third yeah, gritty Spider-Man. Um, it did say in the article that they were trying to beat um, Arkham, Arkham, make their, have their own Arkham game basically and make it better. The combat's quite similar. Do you think it's any better than the Batman games? It's better than the Batman games. Yeah. The Batman games are very much, um, for lack of a better term, light attack, move, light attack, move, light attack, move, shielded enemy, catapult on top of them. So similar ideas in that, but I think what Spider-Man Spider-Man does better than the Arkham games is the implementation of gadgets. So as much as Batman has his batarangs, his bat claw, his gel and stuff like that, the different types of webbing, web bombs, uh, trip mines that produce webbing, that helps as well. Plus, they they make it much easier to learn how to use them and when to use them appropriately because of the way that they do certain areas. So I think in the first one you had like the... I can't remember what they were called, the demons from Mr. Negative. And they had their own strongholds. And then the Kingpin, he had strongholds. So to take over a stronghold, you had like an, you just had to defeat everybody. It was waves. But in the strongholds, they had objectives that you got bonus points for completing. So use a spider mine on five different enemies. So you learn yeah. where was the best place to use that in combat. Batman, as much as there is like the the AR challenges and things like that, there's not as much to base on the gadgets. So I don't feel like you use the gadgets as often as you possibly could in Batman. Or I certainly don't. Anyway. That's fair enough. But as I understand, the puddles are shit in Spider-Man, so it's a rubbish game. Well, well, honestly, sometimes I despair the pe- things people get upset about. Yeah. Anyway, we've done enough upsetness. Let's go talk about some positive stuff, shall we? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk about Microsoft confirming the existence of Keystone, a new oh. Xbox streaming device. Uh, so this was from Windows Central. I think Jez Corden, the man over there, tends to get this one. Um, it says, in a statement to Windows Central, Microsoft has officially confirmed Keystone is the game streaming device it's been working on over the past year. Uh, it said, they said to them, this is from Pure Xbox, they said, we're, we're mixing and matching the websites tonight. Definitely not from Capacolo. Um, our vision for Xbox Cloud Gaming is unwavering. Our goal to enable, is to enable people to play the games they want on their devices they want, anywhere they want, if you want. As announced last year, we've been working on a game streaming device, codenamed Keystone, that, that could be connected to any TV or monitor without the need for a console. Uh, and then uh, it's all, they carry on. It also apparently made a decision to pivot away from the current iteration of the device and will regroup with a new approach, allowing it to deliver its vision of Game Pass, uh, game, cloud gaming around the world. Uh, uh, as part of any technical journey, we're constantly evaluating efforts, reviewing our learnings, and ensuring we are bringing value to our customers. We've made the decision to pivot away from the current iteration of Keystone 
we will take our learnings and refocus our efforts on a new approach that will allow us to deliver cloud gaming for more players around the world in the future. So basically, this is the, the streaming stick that people have been asking for or wanting or rumor and speculating, et cetera, et cetera. Ian, is this something you'd use? Do you see a use case for it in people you know that don't tra traditionally play games? Or do you think it's just a bit of a meh idea? It's a bit of a meh idea, if I'm honest with you. It's a bit of a gimmicky. Um, most people I know have a console to play their games on, so if they were going to do it. Quite a cool idea, though. Maybe if you were um, traveling, that'd be good, because rather than having to log a console with you or... Maybe you don't want to use your phone to waste battery. You can, hopefully it's not a big device. You can just take it with you. Yeah, if it's just a little USB dongle or a little, like, like it's showing the image, like a little uh, circle on What a, it'll be a is, cord. If, mm. if I think so anyway, I think it'll be like a Chromecast. So the actual device will go into the HDMI port and then you'll have a power cable that'll be USB. And that's what I think. It'll, it'll look almost exactly like a Chromecast yeah. based on... Obviously, I know that's what the picture sort of gives the idea of looking. Um, it's not often I disagree with Ian, but I, I'm much more hyped for this than that. I think this is okay. a great thing. Um, I can sit on my console and play Trek to Yomi, and I can start to feel tired, and I nip upstairs, and instead of having to disconnect my Xbox and pop upstairs, I've got another 65-inch TV that I've got my keystone attached to, and boom, I jump back on it. I'm not having to sit on an iPad. Don't have to sit on my phone. I'm sitting in a normal gaming experience, but without a console. That's and, fair. And that's yeah. that's sort of like the ideal situation, like you're saying. If you've just got a, an extra TV in the house, or as you said, Ian, if you travel, we both travel quite a bit for work. Um, and I think I've, I've only really played cloud gaming on the phone or the t uh, yeah. computer, like you were saying. But I went around special guest Pete's house the other day. Uh, and he tried out some Halo cloud streaming on his console because he was adamant it wasn't working very well on his broadband because it wasn't fast enough. He loaded it up, worked out perfectly. It almost looked indis indistinguishable from like having it loaded into the console. Uh, and I, I'm having seen that now and not really tried it myself, I'd be much more inclined to have a little dongle, like you said, upstairs or on the spare TV and just plug yeah. it in. Yep. Away we go. I mean, I was just... that night where I'd done fucked up and forgot to install Halo. No. Play... <laughs> Playing it on cloud, a big multiplayer game like that, maybe not the ideal cloud game. But if you're playing like a single player... I had one. no issue with it. Like I, maybe I had a little bit of <coughs> input delay. Maybe like enough that if you were playing at a high level, you'd be pissed off. But for somebody who can't hit a barn door if it was holding the handle, it didn't bother me in the slightest. Um, so I was shocked at how good the experience is. And I think having played that on the uh, cloud has made me appreciate just how amazing the cloud actually is. Like, like I say, before the last three weeks of this show, I very rarely mentioned the cloud. And ever since I've played Halo, I don't think I've shut up about it since. So to me, something that you can unplug for your TV, take to any other TV in your house, take to any other TV in the world, and you've got your Xbox cloud library, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, obviously at the minute it's, it is restricted to Game Pass. Yeah. But they have said that they would like to do like your full library, which would be fucking wondrous. Um, and yeah, I, I, as I said, seeing that around Pete's house the other day, I suddenly realised, why haven't I tried this before? Because I would always install everything, even something small. Yeah. Like, just install it. I'd, I'd, but I was like, why? I could just try it. I don't need to install it. It's going to work. I know it's going to work. I think it's a habit, don't you? Because yeah. I'm the same. I just go, oh, I want to install that. I don't need to install it. I can just play it. And it just forget. It, I, 
I've been incredibly impressed with it on the phone and with it on the computer lately, uh, especially as they've improved it and upgraded it. So a little device like this, count me in. As long as it's not fucking about 300 quid, count me in, count me in. That's a point. How much do we think for pricing? How much is the Chromecast? That's what I was thinking. So Chromecast prices, depends, because you get different versions of Chromecast. They're not that expensive, they're quite cheap. Like so, I think like a, a normal Chromecast is about sixty quid, if I'm right in saying. Yeah, so, sixty quid. Yeah, so I think like if you get the newest Chromecast, I think what's it called <coughs> Chromecast. Uh, I can't remember. You get like one that you've got like a voice control. Remote oh yeah, that's like sixty quid. Yeah. Ultra or something. If you get something like that, seventy pound. Game Pass. The thing is, they aren't really charging you for. You don't have to pay anything extra by using this. This is literally a device to connect to. So, 50, 49 I was say, it's basically, as they say in the article, it could run eventually on some sort of like Windows, basic Windows or Xbox yeah. uh, like architecture. But so 59... effectively, what you're getting is a device that's got a web browser on it. Yeah. Yeah, so what, 79.99? You reckon they would include it with, with a controller? Because no. would, obviously you're going to need no. a controller no. to play it. They wouldn't include it with a controller. Oh, they'll have two uh, versions. One. Uh, with, yeah. Well, one with I, I didn't mean. I didn't mean give it free with a controller. I meant more like they're going to have a bundle where they're going to have a controller and a, and a keystone, for example, for eighty quid, or seventy quid or something. And then you've got, you've sort of got people in straight away then, or or a keystone and a controller for a hundred quid, but you get six months of Game Pass with it. Some, there's got to be some sort of like. Oof, to get people into it, but hmm. yeah, no, I, I would if depending on the price and if you can buy it on its own because I've got fucking hundreds of controllers already, I don't need more. That would be, yeah, that would be very tempting, I think, especially if I'm still traveling for work by that time. Oh, definitely, I think, yeah, like I say, I, th- I, I, even though I've got my PC and I've got my Xbox and I've got my tablet, I, I would pick one up. And right, right. Right, that's singing the praise of game. All we've basically done this week is talk about Game Pass and how good it is. Yeah. I don't know why. In case you hadn't awesome. realised, yeah. it's not <laughs> like it's the best fucking value and as Jay was saying, gaming slash entertainment. Exactly, you can get, yeah, like I said, Netflix or Disney Plus, they got their, their perks, but I can't think of a better deal than, than Xbox. Especially when, was it Xbox, what was it, the perks that were part of Game Pass, you were getting three months of Disney Plus. Yes, that's how we got sucked into paying for Disney Plus. There you go. We, we did it for three months. Oh, it's quite good, actually. It's quite good. Fuck, they've roped me in. <laughs> damn yeah. them. And their goddamn yes. Kenobi series. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I, I was more thinking about watching Moana on demand, you know. Well, there is that. <laughs> anyway, that's enough Game Pass chat. And thank you very much. That's about the news. There's been a few other little stories, but to be honest, it's all rumour and speculation, and we've had enough of that lately, so that we can move on from there. Ross. Yes. Would you like to plug me? I would be thrilled to plug you. Thank you. So, start and we always start. Start something different at a time. So, Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us. Um, more people that like and review us, the more people that it reaches. More people it reaches, bigger we grow, better content, X, Y, and Z. Um, leave us a review. Five star, please. There's loads of them already there that have been kind enough to review us. So, thank you very much for that. The other place that we are properly looking to push is Spotify. 
Spotify have got quite a cool wee thing where they can put up polls and questions of the week. So last couple of weeks that we've been up on Spotify, the we have popped up a couple of things there to get a wee bit more interaction. So if you're listening to us on Spotify when it goes live, please answer the question of the week and complete the poll. We'll see where that... The poll usually runs from end of show to Saturday the following week, so you've got quite a bit of time to get your answers in. Um... Merch stores, we currently have a merch store on Teespring, or currently now known as Spring, I think it is. Um, Link for that will be in the show notes. Uh, It's long-winded, Xbox-Tavern, Creator Spring, whatever it is. Um, And we are currently in the process of creating a new merch store on Spreadshirt. We have six designs that are currently being reviewed for um, approval, which we hope to get out soon, if Spreadshirt ever bother their backside getting back to us saying that they're going to be completed anytime soon um, if you don't fancy buying our beautiful merch which I don't understand why you wouldn't because it's stunning not because I designed it myself and other things um, I mean, patreon.com um, forward slash xbox tavern big shout out to our superstar supporter Beth thank you very much for your contributions written reviews can be found at xbox tavern.com um, more reviews tips and tricks get to see more of Daniel's lovely face with his shorts on our YouTube t- channel, which is where we are live every Sunday at 8pm. Ish. Ah, I've always wanted to do it. Always I wanted to do, to do that. <laughs> um, that is Xbox Tavern official. Um, social media, all the big popular places, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Um, just searching Xbox Tavern, you will find us somewhere. And Discord, our link to our Discord channel is in our show notes as well. Lovely. Thank you very much for doing a much better job of that than I do each and every week because I just stumble over my words. Right, Ian, we're going to get into the topic of the week this week. Question of the week. I do it every week. Fucking question Thanks. of the week. Ian, you muted yourself. Right. Games of the year. Hello. We decided, as we said a few weeks back, to go through the years of Xbox and pick our game of the year for each year. We've done 2002. We've done 2003. We're now in 2004, surprisingly. It's crazy how maths works. So... Ian, Hello. tell me about your game of the year for 2004, if you can remember that far back. Although I suppose you're only a baby, isn't you? So. Yeah, exactly. For me, it's still young. Still got but the ability me, of all our memories. <laughs> two games that will always, forever, be embedded in me in 2004. One, which is probably still, I would say, top 10 of my favourite games of all time. Um, so a special shout-out, firstly, to Need for Speed Underground 2. Loved it. Fantastic Loved title. it. Best racing game ever. They just, literally, I don't understand. Whoever make, what's the company that makes Need for Speed? It's not EA. It's, what's the... Un, uh, it is EA, sub- isn't it? Who is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, isn't there a sub-team that make it, though, isn't it? Is or it is not it just, just like Montreal? Oh, is it? There we go. Is it not something like that? There you go. No, going. I was going to say, Ross, look it up. Ian, Ian, carry on. Yeah, so... Jeeves, ask Jeeves. For me, if they just remade Need for Speed Underground 2... They'll make shitloads of money. They'll, oh. just, they'll be printing money. Modern they... day graphics on Need for Speed Underground 2. Yeah. Or, and even make like... a th- or make a third one. Like, even if you want to make a third yeah. one. Bring the cars up to date. The thing is, like, uh, this is dragging me down a rabbit hole as I had a couple of the cars that were in this game. This is dragging me down my old school <laughs> racer days. Hmm, um, boy racer. I knew oh, it. I knew there was something. It was. I, I had the I was GDM for life, man. That was that was me. I had stickers. I had everything. Um, yeah, it was EA that done it. But oh, a modern day version of that. 
That's dangerous. That's that's just a license to print money. Just imagine the under nice. lights things, the neon lights shining up the screen. I don't do cars at all. So big that's turbos. Exactly. That's what you need. Big turbos and big E-wings. Oh. Yeah, I remember having them. My Lancer, Mitsubishi Lancer. Oh, Evo. Evo? Yeah. Uh, Supra. Uh, no, Skyline or Evo for me. Can he uh, turn a corner, but good God, good help you in a straight line. <laughs> oh. But yeah, fantastic. I mean, they just need to... I mean, that's just printing money. I don't know why. Because everyone still votes on one of the best Need for oh, Speeds. Oh, yeah. It's easily. <clears throat> Not even just so, the best Need for Speeds. One of the best racing games. But now yeah. they've got one with Aaron Paul in it and feels and emotions. and Yeah, that fantastic film. Yeah. yeah. The one that came close to being not too oh, bad. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is controversial. Was the actual Need for Speed, the one they just called Need for Speed in 2015, I think it was. What was that? They just called it Need for Speed. It was just literally Need for Speed. It was really, it's not quite poor because it was good racing. It was open world, but also they had really shitty like cutscenes where it was all, like actual humans in the cutscene. Um, I don't yeah. remember that one. Well, I'm going to cut in quickly and just read out, especially because Pete is on your guy's wavelength. Don't, says, oh, yeah. bit, he said, bit of a barren year for games was 2004, which I'm not entirely sure I agree with, but we'll carry on. A quick shout out to Rainbow Six Black Arrow, which we'll get back to. And the main prize goes to Need for Speed Underground 2. No Need for Speed game has come, ever come close to replicating it. See, Pete knows. Yeah, Pete Pete's, knows. Pete's, he, he, I mean, he's made a bit of a ridiculous <laughs> statement with it being a barren year for gaming, but yeah, I'll, I'll give him that. Need for Speed was oh, a work of art. I mean, you yes. you guys might as well be talking fucking FIFA for all, I, all of the knowledge I have of Need for Speed, but I'm sure it was wonderful. Anything else on Need for Speed, or do you want to go on to your, other, your runner-up, sir? The soundtrack. Soundtrack was brilliant. The soundtrack was freaking mm. awesome. Raiders on the Storm. So that was my one-up, Need for Speed. But <laughs> the peak game that year... For me, I will give one quick little special side out side quick side quest side quest because I just noticed it came out that year as well. Was Ninja Gaiden? Oh, that was nearly mine. I very nearly <laughs> chose it. I changed my mind. <laughs> I just completely forgot it came out that year. I was like, oh my god, it came out that year. Ninja, Ninja Gaiden was awesome. The original. Oh, awesome, what a game. Yes. Anyway, carry on. Okay, so that's basically we won't talk about that too much because I'll be waffling on for ages. But just like Pete, for me, Rainbow Six Three Black Arrow. I spent far too many hours on this title. I was fucking brilliant at it. And <laughs> I, just, I just loved playing it because I was fucking good at it. It's one of the games where you, if you play, no one where you play enough, you become good. And that was me. I was just trousing do you mean, lobbies. Do you mean multiplayer or the single, like the campaign? Multiplayer. The multiplayer, yeah. Always for a multiplayer. Was just, so I was always in the multiplayer lobbies. Just You kind of knew everyone would kind of sort of camp and do it. I also had a few friends that they would play all together and we have like fun game modes as well. So obviously, and it's always fun keeping team killing it as well. So it was hilarious as well. So, but yeah, and also flashing your teammates as well. I was going to say special guest Pete will appreciate the, the flashbang mention. <laughs> flashbang your teammates. But yeah, I just, it was such a brilliant game. And I think what they did really well with it was, I think I can't remember one level I didn't like. Each level had its own fun, its own little perk, its own kind of niche way of playing it. I think the only one I could remember, which was really, the only one I could put it was a really annoying one, was there was like, I can't remember what it was called, but it's like, it was like, an, it was like a ship, like a cargo ship. And there's only two ways to get to each level. One was just a long corridor, but obviously you could just snipe there and just wait and just kill them as they come up to you. Or you go above and there's also loads of corridors and you could just hide in the corridor as soon as they come around, you kill them. 
But apart from that, I fucking just love that game. I played so many hours on it. I, I feel like I, I feel like I've missed out on Rainbow Six. Like I said, just looking at like all the Rainbow Six games, and obviously that's two weeks in a row that we've had Rainbow Six mentioned. And I'm like, I don't like. I didn't start Rainbow Six till Vegas, and that was 2006. Yeah, I feel like I've missed. I think my so first much. one was that one. Yeah, and it was just. I think I made quite a few good friends there as well. Yeah, that's the first time when Xbox kind of live came a bit peak. Was yeah. those days and. Yeah, it, if, it was a it was a very quick sequel, wasn't it? Because we had Rainbow Six Three and then Rainbow Six Black Arrow. I think it was the next year. Yeah, well, it, was. I'm just, it was like an add-on, wasn't it? it was yeah, I'm just, I was reading into that. So the game was Rainbow Six Three Raven Shield, mm. and then the Black Arrow part was like a semi sequel to mm. it on Xbox the following year. But it was mainly more of it was to focus on multiplayer yeah. and had loads more multiplayer match maps. But I think I think when as soon as Blackout came, I think oh, yeah, I just played so much of that. I made quite a few friends online and stuff. That's when I say the Xbox Live kind of came peak then. I kind of yeah, that's kind of getting onto it. I was reading up on um, a Wikipedia, and that's what I said. It was it was basically launched to highlight just how good sorry Xbox Live was. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it hand voice communication. Yeah, how your mum was most elusive woman on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> But, you yeah. know, it was just, just good fun. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I say, it was always the classic. And I think when, when playing lobbies and stuff, there was quite a few Brits versus America, so it was always been British versus America. Slightly racist, yeah. but yeah. it was always good oh, fun. Oh, no, that's, that's I, good I shit. I remember them days. Always, I remember I, them always, days, yeah. always jump into uh, sort of Brits v. Yanks. Can't beat yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's always yeah. that, yeah. But, yeah, such good fun. So many good memories. So that's, yeah, that's what for me is. And then that's probably why, not only of course Top 10, because it was such good fun gameplay, has such good fond memories of um, playing and just playing with friends, playing online, and just being good at a game. Nice, nice. You, you can't beat a game that you're good at, eh? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's nice. like Jay Graham and Bomberman. Yeah. I beat him once as well. Hey! In, in, what, 30 years? I've beaten him once. <laughs> I'm going to keep reminding him of that. Graham, yeah, if you're I, listening. I, Graham, if you're listening, I beat you as well. We beat you. Uh, but how a bomb man isn't one of the games we're going to use. Ross, do you want to tell us about the games you've chosen? So I, again, following on the very, I think, conclusive pathway, Need for Speed Underground 2, just yeah, fantastic game. The the game that really, I I was sort of as fucking entitled as it sounds, I was very much a two-console guy when, it, when the Xbox 360 came out. So I was jumping onto PlayStation 2 games primarily, and then some Xbox games. And I think the game that dragged me, not even kicking and screaming because it was that fucking good, onto Xbox wholeheartedly was Halo 2. The the storyline playing either as Master Chief or one of my favourite characters in Halo, the Arbiter. Oh, spoilers. Hello. Um, He's even the character in Killer Instinct. Fantastic. Exactly. Um, no, just such. Oh, I just love the game. So fucking good. Um, it was oh, it was like the biggest thing in the world at the time as well when oh, it when it, it came out. Everybody was so excited for it. I remember I yeah. was fucking. Uh, I think I went to a midnight launch. I was fucking up all night playing it. Couldn't wait playing it online every night for like two years. And the campaign was uh, was so so, but the multiplayer was fucking amazing. The campaign was. The campaign was fantastic. Yeah, uh, I, I I enjoyed it, but looking back on it, it was definitely wasn't my favourite one. Oh, no. it was. 
fucking incredible. And then obviously you've got everything to do with the flood and oh, it was just Halo Two was a masterpiece. There's no getting away from it. Like obviously Combat Evolved was amazing. Like nobody expected it. Like that wasn't with good. With Halo Two they completely reworked you on multiplayer online. That's yes. the end of Xbox Live. And yeah. it was fantastic again. Yeah. Exactly. Thinking hours into that. It was the party system, the free the DLC and Dual wielding. Dual wielding, yes. In dual wielding. Where's we need more dual wielding? Um but no, I oh, absolutely loved Halo 2. And another one that kicked me off on one of my favourite game series of all time, um especially the second one of them, was Fable. Hero, yeah. your manner is low. What's that? So obviously everybody will say Fable Walt 2 was the peak of Fable, um, Fable 1 Correctly. probably the next one that was after that and then Fable 3 is maybe not as well received um, I don't know why because I still think it's a fantastic game, um, has a bit of a shitty end system but apart from that it's brilliant in every other way shape or form um, yeah, introduced to your heroes for the first time and obviously the backstory everything that happens in Albion um, yeah just again one of these games where it was this massive RPG type idea with all these different abilities that you could get. Obviously, everything that happens with your they, they follow a very similar story of family type idea. So obviously, you've got the your parents get murdered and then your sister gets kidnapped in the first one. Second one, you get taken up to the big fancy castle and either your brother slash sister gets splatter kicked out a window. Um, and then the third one, you are—is it your brother that's the king? Yeah, brother's the king, isn't it? It has to do the bad yeah. shit for the benefit of everybody else, but you don't find that out till later. So yeah, family plays a big part in it there. Um, but no, beautiful, beautiful looking game for the time it came out. Um, great story, the cast as well that were in it, the voice actors, fantastic like list of players. I think Fable's done that throughout their whole games they've always had amazing voice actors like some amazing super... British voice actors as well like yeah. it's all been very yeah very British sense of humour isn't it like it's mm. just it's unbelievable some of the people that they've had in the film in the in the sort of um, the games like obviously John, John Cleese was in some of them um, I always forget her name but she was the teacher that taught flying in Harry Potter she yeah. was, no, um, I watched it. and I Zoe an iconic woman in, in British TV. I just I cannot remember her name. Yeah, Zoe <laughs> Wanamaker. She's the and now our story begins. Um, ah, just so many great British actors in it, and it's just it adds to it for the fact that the voice acting is as on point as it is. And and I think like Halo, this was a huge release, wasn't it? Because Peter Molyneux, the big bullshitter that he is. Just, just up, upsold it incredibly. Like oh, yeah. you plant a tree, it will eventually grow into a full-blown thing over your. T-. Well, it didn't quite pan out that way, but the way that your character like grew throughout the game, and you got scars that if you got into a lot of battles and died, they become. Oh yes, remember yeah, they had like marks and things like yeah. Their body and and you could be good or evil. Obviously, then leading to things like Mass Effect and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, just the general RPGness of it. It's, Building yourself up, getting your weapons, selling this, building that, buying this, fighting these, upgrading. Oh, it's fucking brilliant! I love the original. I'd never got, I never played the 
was it called the anniversary edition was it yeah uh, i i briefly jumped back in on that but yeah which is on game pass i don't know if you mentioned game pass yet this, we, this i think episode, i but... think we bri- briefly like sort of went over the top of it but not yeah. really much yeah. No, yeah like i said fable 2 was top but we'll get to that at some point um but yeah the original fable was fucking brilliant what a game oh, what a good game, game. Good game, good game, as they say. Good game. Anything else, Ross? Or uh... no, that's been that was my um, that was my sort of three games for this year. I mean, there, there was some other outstanding games that we could spend all night running through, but those were the we've three got, that we've we... got arcade games to get to. So let's, let's move on. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna side with you with Halo Two. Um, I, I'm not, I'm gonna pick a slightly different one just to keep things fresh. But one thing I wanted to say on that, you remember when they did the E3 thing? I think it was the year before it came out, and they had that big campaign trailer. It was like nine minutes long, and they showed Chief going through the city of Mombasa and fighting all the the uh, Covenant and getting in a wraith and all this sort of shit. And it was fucking awesome. I think I watched that trailer about a thousand times before it came out. <laughs> I was so excited. The music was awesome. It looked great, and then eventually it came out, and it didn't quite have that sequence in it as it was shown in the in the trailer but oh i fucking love that tra- that that demo gameplay demo i still watch it now every now and then it'll pop up and I'll, oh, yeah i'll watch that it's fucking awesome anyway my choice other than ninja gaiden which oh. Ian's already mentioned which was fucking incredible oh and talk about it. let's talk I mean, about it i'm fucking dreadful at it i never beat it but i got pretty far in it and just the smooth combat and the way everything was just so i want to say easy it wasn't easy but it was easy it was to fun. pull off the moves, yeah. But it was really hard to to pull them off successfully, and it was just hectic action left, right, and centre. Just it was trying to learn combos and like yeah. Get, as soon as you got one or two combos, you just go, "I'm gonna keep using these combos over and over again." Basically, yeah. And then you get more moves and, and some magic powers and stuff, and and you end up sort of decently powerful. But then the enemies just ramp up and up and up. And I I, I forget the boss I got to, but it was one I got to, and fuck me, I could not beat that cunt to save my life. I could not get past him, and I, to this day, I don't think I've ever beat him. Um, but yeah, great game. However, my choice of game, slightly controversial perhaps, because it was pretty fucking violent. It was, pretty, it was pretty fucking controversial. Manhunt Ooh. from Rockstar Games. Ian, have you ever played mm. Manhunt? No. Oh, don't. <laughs> well, do or don't do, play it. Yeah. Watch it. That's why I get mad. Never. I've heard about loads of things about yeah. it. I've heard so, how bad it is, but I've never actually played it. It's so not at this b- point in at this point in my life. I was like an angsty teen, and so oh, and this game's going to be good because it's very violent. And fuck me, is it violent? That's um, an understatement. I, I remember one point. Uh, oh, let me let me set the scene. Sorry. So you play as I forget his name. Is is it Cash or something? Ca- uh, no, Cash is. Um, is uh, in, in Manhunt Two? Yeah. No, you play as a James Arrow Cash. Yeah, and he, he basically is on death row, but instead of getting killed, he sort of gets knocked out and then wakes up in this snuff film, basically. Castle City. Order, Castle City, thank you. And in order to survive or to get out, he has to do what the director tells him, so he has to go through these scenarios and kill the people for the entertainment of the people watching the film. Um, And so you have to make do with whatever you can get your hands on, like plastic bags, baseball bats, weapons, knives guns fucking trash all sorts of shit um and if you manage to sneak up behind them and do like a proper full-on stealth kill it cuts to a little cutscene. and even for the time on the original xbox with the graphics as limited as they were jesus christ as i said i remember one time i called my mum in because i wanted to show her because i thought she'd find it funny (laughs) 
I, I snuck up behind a guy with a baseball bat and I did like whatever the maximum kill was. Um, and he sort of kicked the back of his knees and he's down on his knees. I can swing and it just everything just splatters everywhere. And she was like, and you enjoy this? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I got him. Do you not see? I got him, mum. She wasn't very proud of me that day. Um, but yeah, and it gets worse. Like when you you put the bag over the head and you can see him suffocating and it's really grim to talk about. But at the time, I, 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 it was kind of like I said, that, that angsty teenage, like, yeah, I shouldn't be playing this, but I'm playing yeah. this. It was, um, it was a brutal, and, brutal yeah. game. And then like obviously the iconic uh, boss character of Piggy when he's chasing you around with the chainsaws and stuff in, in the, ha- the the dilapidated house later on in the game. And it's just, again, the premise of it being a snuff film makes it even creepier because you know what you're doing is technically for someone else's pleasure, as it were. Yeah. So the, the, the heart, the, last right word, the more gruesome the kill, the better the result, as it were. And it's just, you know, you could run up and, and beat him up a bit and then they go, well, you didn't kill him very well. Kill him again, like, Fucking rip him in half, and it's just, yeah. Some of some of the deaths were were horrible. Um, and I don't know if you ever played the sequel. I know we, that's way in the future, but I couldn't actually finish that one because it was too much for me. It was just, yeah, <laughs> it was horrible. I played it on the Wii, and it, just the add addition of the motion controls, I, I can't, I can't do this. Because you're yourself. <laughs> it, it wasn't even that like one to one. It was just like you're just shaking this to make him fit it down. That was I couldn't do. It. Yeah, the original it's one. too real. I, I really, really... It, it makes me sound like a right fucking psycho, but I really, really enjoyed the first one. Um, and I played it for a couple of times. It was a fucking brutal game, Mike. It was, it was brutal. And obviously, there was a whole um, controversy when I think someone in the UK committed some murders or something, and they were oh, he, he played Manhunt, that was it. That was it. It had well, to be that. Obviously yeah. not. It's, it's gruesome, but like it's not... No, it's not that fucking... Not a psychopath. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, you've got, been. yeah, I was going to say you've got to be a bit special, but, but the whole other topic, which I don't really want to get into this week, no. especially this week after what happened in the States. So, um, yeah. Anyway, we, next week we'll talk about 2005. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think there might be some decent games. I feel like 2005 game. might have quite a few obvious answers. One or two. Uh, and then, well, we'll get on from there. However, let's, let's fast forward time. And bring us back into the now and what we've been playing this week. Uh, do we want to obviously we're doing our project game pass section, which we do every month, which is a game we pick from Game Pass. I don't know if we mentioned that yet this month or not. Nope. Um nope. and we play it, we talk about it, and then we decide on a new one. Obviously it's the end of the month for now. Technically we talk about it, but we I don't know if you want to wait till everyone's back. Or do you want to I f- wait. I feel like this would be a good conversation for filler if fingers crossed we've got everybody next week for the big quiz this topic's a nice little filler for between rounds so let's keep yes. it till next week okay. so yes we'll yes. talk about trick to you and then we'll also pick a new game for next month we'll probably put a twitter poll up again or maybe a spotify poll or something so if you want to vote on that we'll go over that and pick a new game for next month we've got a few contenders already yep um i feel like one that could be out this month could be a possible contender pac-man pac-man obviously yes naturally however Let's talk about games we have been playing. And, oh, look, Ian's been playing one of the very games. And I've played a little bit as well, but not very much. Ian. Hello. Tell me about video games you've been playing this week, please. Which video game we do you want to talk about first? Uh, well, let's go with new release, shall we? Sniper Elite 5. 
Let's go Snap Elite 5. About two days ago, is it? Three days ago, something like that? The game it's I'm not allowed to play because I have a fucking PlayStation-owning best mate who wants to play it through in co-op and I need to spend £25 on the fucker. Sorry, it... Best friend, yeah. Oh no, no, no. no, no. I've I've warned them that I'm warned them that this this needs to stop. I'm not spending money on games that I can get for fucking nothing. You need to send him down to us. We'll have a word of him. Get it fucking sorted. Time to get an Xbox. I I have warned him numerous times that he needs to get a bloody Xbox, and it was the same. What was the other one that we were playing recently? Remnants from Ashes. Oh, this game looks amazing. Yeah, it was fucking great. It was free in Game Pass. It was fucking thirty-five pound on the PlayStation Store. Say, have, you, have you told him about Game Pass? Has he ever heard no, of it? No, just, just once or twice, yeah. Maybe listen, get him to listen to this week's podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ian, sorry, we've got sorry. sidetracked with Game Pass talking. We've got Randy you know about Game Pass, Ian. Uh, yes. Sniper Elite, come to Game Pass. Tell me about it. It says, well, it's a video game called Sniper Elite 5. Thank Where you very you? much. Right. Next. Cool. <laughs> cool. Next. Right. No. Yep, so you play as a, your, I think you're the same guy as before. Yep. From the previous ones. Some gruff sounding motherfucker. Yeah, I know. The German who, well, he didn't defect, but he was born in Germany. Was he born in Germany or was he grown up in Germany? One of the two. One of the two. Yeah, probably. Who knows? He's a man called Carl. And it's. So, so fucking amazing, this game. Okay, hear me out. Yeah. I I love my stealth games, don't get me wrong. And I like to be perfect. But when you take nearly two hours to do the first level from trying to be perfect, it really does put you off. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that from Sniper Elite Four. No, was it it's, was it four or three yeah, that the first part of it where you had like a it was like a watchtower that you could go in and it was like a farm that had water and things like that on it. I think it's four. Yeah, you just sat in the tower for like an hour scouting where every patrol moved from left to right. And you're like, right, I've got this. I know when I can shoot, I know who I can shoot, I know the order that I have to shoot, and I can get all the objectives at the same time. Now we can move. And then you go... Pew. That's, and it. Like, like, that's it, you have to start again. And I just like, I, just, I, need, I, just, I haven't gone back to it since the first level because I'm so annoyed with it because I want to be perfect. And I was like, there's no benefit of being perfect. There's no, actually, there's no reward for being perfect. You might as well just... Running, yeah. sniper those people, and then run out and keep going. Even if you get alarms going, you get those people coming at you, just fucking murder them, and then yeah, I feel like it, this. I feel like this would benefit from the hitman system. Like you get detected, then you lose marks or you lose XP. If you yeah. Yeah. leave bodies exposed, you lose XP. Or even I think they haven't. All you need to do is basically, as long as you do the objectives, all the objectives. Like even the side objectives, you get all the stars. Yeah. it's called. I think I, I think I read in this that they have. I don't. I can't remember if this was in the last one as well. That if you go through the game, if you go through the level, not killing people and just incapacitating them and leaving them unconscious, you, you get, get points, bonus yeah. XP. Yeah, which is Hitman type esque. Like only kill the people that you're meant to kill. For example. Hmm. But it's just still, it's still just, yeah, it's a bit, not monotonous, that's not the wrong word, it's just, yeah, I think after doing the first level for so long, and then and then even doing with Cop with Pete, like, we, we I said to Pete, I'm not going to go all perfect this level, come on and see how it is differently, and Pete was fine with that, and obviously going through it, not being perfect, getting through the textures quickly, it's a little bit more fun, the only annoying, frustrating bit is, 
is if you're in close proximity with your your friend and then the friend gets caught or seen, everyone knows where you are as well, even if you're hiding. Oh, seriously? Yeah. That, happened that quite a few times. things he picked out in his review that he was he was not happy with that. Yeah, it's just like, if I'm, like, we didn't test it for me being miles away, but even so, I was still, like, maybe 100 meters, 50 meters away from him. Like, I was doing something differently. And then he went into a town and started getting through loads of people. And then all of a sudden, people were turning at me, shooting at me. It's like, what the fuck? I'm in the bush. How can you know where I am? Like, I was knowing, I wasn't caught. What? It's like, yeah, that's frustrating. But one of the things I did want to ask, or two of the things I wanted to run over you. So, first one is the invasion mode. Have you had a look at anything to do with that? I did do the invasion once, uh, and I killed the guy. Yeah. So basically, is that is that kind of strikes me a little bit like Dark Souls. You drop in at another person's game, and you try and take them out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, someone comes to your world, and then yeah, you have to try and take them out before they take you out. Yeah. And then vice versa, is you have to take them out. Yeah, and there's um, little, and then slowly you can basically you try and scatter them out as you go through if you're invading on, and then if you're invading, you can like do like calls on your like the like the phone things that are there. Yeah, like because I've seen tell you where their last location was. I've seen like little um, clips, and it's like there's some like the bunkers they've got like telephones in them that it says mm. like only available during invasion, for example. So yeah, I think that's ones. like that sort of thing. And yeah. the other thing that I had seen when I was watching clips about it was um, oh, fuck, what was it? The the amount of objectives that they get in a map. So I, I presume from what I was seeing for not wanting to give away spoilers, this was maybe the first map. But it was something like all noise of so it was like kill a target, take out anti aircraft guns, take out uh, um waterfront bunkers. I uh, waterfront yeah. bunkers and then something else that I can't uh, there was Yeah, the, then one yeah, it was that. And yeah, then is mean. there not something else along to do with the lines of you can unlock different um infiltration points, like so where you start the game. Yeah, but yeah. that's on that one that on that level, yeah. Right, okay. So, yeah. so that was I had seen like loads of stuff to do with that and I was like, shit, that seems like a that seems like a lot to cram into one mission. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, when I did the first level, I was trying to be perfect and slowly and stealthily, um it didn't benefit me. There was no pros for me being stealthily and then me going through it again and really speed running it. I got the same I got pretty much the same most points. Yeah. So it was like, what's the point in being stealth? On the, in a stealth game, it's like that's like that's the whole point. The whole point of being stealth is you win the benefit. Especially in a sniper game where you imagine the whole point is to stay away, pick people off at a distance, and then slowly work your way and not whip out the wet the fucking MP yeah, machine gun and, and that's just charge thing. in. And the only thing about it was some of the side missions were um like to like, blow up a base, but you have to go into the base to blow it up. It's like the whole point of being a sniper is you want to try and shoot something so you can blow it up, not have to go into the base blow up and then run out it's just not the whole point the whole point is maybe hopefully the second maybe the levels afterwards might get a bit better because mm. it might be more sniper based but that first level i think maybe they're trying to tell you different things about the game so i'm hoping when i go back into it eventually when i've decided to calm down after being angry at the first level it'll be a bit more fun yeah i played a little bit with special guest pete last night we did the first level in co-op uh, and i enjoyed it but like you said it was difficult to stick to stealth partly because as you said there was no reward for it and partly because everything took so fucking long as like, oh fuck this i'm just gonna run in and, and start yeah, exactly. people down yeah um, and it's not was... like not like in hitman where it's a bit more fun to kind of um well it's, it's different from stealth wise but 
you know, you, where someone's like, say, for example, you, you want the bad guy to go to a certain location, you can kind of do other things in the meantime while he travels. Yeah. Um, this one's just like waiting on the bad guy. Like, one thing, there's one bit where you have to kill one of the guys with an explosion. It's like, well, I can't blow up the car because like, my gun's not good enough. So I have, to throw, I have to throw a dynamite, but then you have to get to the car he drives in to get there. So, for fuck's sake. So yeah, eventually, that, that... all I did was smash, all I did was run in really quickly, got a sticky grenade. So he's got in the car, just threw the sticky grenade, landed in the car, and I can't blow up. I was like, yeah, that's the load, do it. Oh, then, no. yeah. that, that's, the... yeah. that's where we got to. We did that, and then we died. But the checkpoint was just as he, uh, he was about to blow up. So no matter how many times we did it, as soon as it blew up, we got absolutely swarmed. We had to fucking leg it and hide in the corner somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we did get invaded once. As, well, actually, no, we, I think we got invaded four times. But the first one, he found us and he was trying to get Pete. And he was probably about 100, 200 metres away from Pete. And I managed to go all the way around the space that we were in. Mm. Snuck up behind him. I was like, fucking did the slow-mo stealth kill straight from the side of the head. I was like, that was a good feeling. I enjoyed that part because, like I said, he had the upper hand on us. But we mm. still managed to take him out by using teamwork. I think if I was playing the mine, I would have annoyed the shit out of me if someone was yeah. snuck into the game. I do think I think, I think I think I got invaded twice on my one, and both when I played it, and both times um, they just left and all oh, nothing ever happened. I was like, okay, that's yeah. a bit weird. And then maybe they couldn't find me because I was supposed to be running around or hiding, and they couldn't find me. And they got bored. But one time I invaded, I did find them and kill him. So it was like, yay! It's quite satisfying. The, the, from what I've seen, the only thing that I would maybe like them to look at a bit more, especially with what you can do next gen, is the X-ray system. I don't feel like that's changed much in the last like Sniper Elite Three, Sniper Elite Four, and obviously this new one. It doesn't mm. see. It doesn't look like it's changed much from that. I feel like with the current gen power, they could make that look much more graphic. What do you mean, like what the? Well, so, so there was like so there was. Set him off talking about manhunt now. He wants to fucking yeah. Even more well, two, two games spring to mind. So there was an American football game called Blitz the League, and mm. the whole point about it was was it was American football based, but the whole point was to try and injure people, and the 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 clips that they had for this for the injuries were like oh some of them were absolutely brutal. So like. You could get like ruptured spleen, and it would go in, and it would show the spleen like getting compacted, starting to like bleed and bruise and things like that. The level of detail that they put in it was ridiculous, and it's the same, very applicable to Sniper Elite. If you if you hit somebody in the midriff and it was low enough with the shoulder pad, it would show like so. When you get a testicle shot in Sniper Elite Four, it it shows like blood, whereas like. On, on this Blitz the League game, it actually showed like the testicle erupting type idea, like it properly yeah. like showing it like disappearing. And that looked so much more oh fucking hell on that. And I think with what we've got these days, you can do more. And then when you look at a game like Mortal Kombat, for example, and they show you their X-ray hits and just how brutal they look. Sniper Elite could take a page from both of their books and not have the same sort of just as the bullet hits their face, the skin layer disappears. Then you see where it does the muscle, then the bone, and then how it comes out the other side. I feel like they can make that a lot more unique and a lot more like detailed. Have it like yeah. so. Have obviously 
maybe they need to put up to an 18 for example to show it but like when when you get an eye shot show the bullet go like in the eye and the eye popping going into the brain and then coming out the back of the head something along that line would be I just feel like they need to up their you do realise you sound like a psycho right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I'm Scottish. I'm, I'm Scottish. Shot. It's fine. I, I it's just standard. To react. So I was like, well, thank you, Jamie, for saying something similar to what I was thinking. I was but, just like, what? Yeah, they, they, they need to... They make this whole big thing about the X-ray mechanic. I feel like they need to revamp it a bit. Yeah, okay. Without saying we'll too we'll, much we'll, like a psycho. Like we'll stick with that. Yeah. Outside of psychotic. <laughs> 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 Thing is, I'm tempted to put up like a trailer for Blitz League just to show you what I mean, just to show it's not me being fucking sick and perverse. Oh no, I remember, I remember the Blitz League, the what you're on about, and especially the Mortal Kombat ones. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Cool. So, other than us ultra violence, what else have we been playing this week? Other than psychotic games, the other game we've been playing um, after, I think it might have been your recommendation. I think a couple of us have played it. Oh, most of you played it. Yeah, yeah. I, think I think me, Dan, and Ross. Yeah. Yep. So after being recommended, I thought, you know, I've got some downtime. What should I play? And again, I went to good old Game Pass, best deal in gaming, and I actually did that button on on the Xbox um, PC one. You click a button that says randomize. Yes, mm. I love that feature. Did that, and this came up last stop. I was like, oh yes, last stop. Um, you boys have been waffling on about it. Let's give Do it a go. You know the the highest recommendation there is out there. What's that? My review on Xbox Seven dot com nine point eight. Thank you very much. Carry on. Uh, yeah. Ah, oh, so yes, Swish. I finally started it. I've done. I've I've only literally started this last night, so I've only done the first chapter of each of the characters, and obviously the point and the prologue. Um, yep. So again, John, Donna, and Mina. Mina, Miha. How do you pronounce her name? Mina, I think is Mina. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. Um, not sure she's my favourite so far yet. Because obviously, I guess I'm still early days. Mina seems like a bit of a bitch, but I'm sure she'll get her come up. Come up and... <laughs> Basically. Yeah. yeah. And Donna seems Donna seems all right. Um, and John's a bit. Nah. But a single dad. Pow. So, yeah. I'm, I say, I'm, I've only just started it after the recommendation and obviously being randomised it. So, so far, so good. I don't want to give too many spoilers away. I'm sure next week when I've actually fully completed it, I do complete my games like Dan. Um, I can talk more about it, yeah, but I please. thought I'll now at least mention it, so maybe you two can maybe talk more about it, so I can go yes. I mean, as I said, right, sorry, it was a nine point seven. Sorry, nine point seven. It was, um, yeah, I, I fucking loved it. I thought it was brilliant. It was the obviously the British setting helped for yes, I do like British it, yeah. people. And the way the way they speak and the use of language and stuff, but yeah, the their general choices and the stories and the way they all interact and cross over and stuff, I think it's mm. fucking awesome. I I guess straight away where John's story was going as soon as I saw this, I was like, oh, yeah, well, spoilers, but Freaky Friday, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but you know, I don't know where the other two are going. I know where his is sort of going because that kind of it's obvious. Um, but yeah, I think I'm more. I think Donna's ones maybe piqued my interest the most because of often the first couple of the chapters, like the weird black guy who goes in the swimming pool, like, yeah. what's going on there? But with Mina, you don't really hear much. Obviously, no, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but what she did in the first chapter, so it's shit. And obviously, 
we know about John and his Vicky Friday business. The um, Donna was my favourite to start with as well. By the end of it, I sort of, I won't spoil it for you, but I kind of mixed up my opinions on them a little bit. But yeah, yeah, to start with Donna, um, I'm just looking at my review, and not that I'm fucking self praising myself anyway, but I d- I did want to just call out the line I wrote here. I don't think I've ever had a game you have such judicious use of the word wanker. Which I <laughs> love it. If that's, okay. if that's not right. a selling point, I don't know what is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's a great game. I'm, I'm glad you I'm finally curious. started it. Yeah. Now I'm curious about this wanker bit, but yeah. <laughs> I think as soon as this podcast ends, I'll be going back to it because I've got a few hours to kill before work tomorrow. Just to have like a, a wanker count just to hear how many times he can hear it drop in <laughs> now that he knows about it. But yeah, I think, like you say, it does help a lot, I think, especially for us, us guys. That if a game is kind of a British setting and you have that for more particularly London as well, yeah, yeah, it's that kind of I'm obviously sorry, there's no, but again, again, the same example. My favorite forces is for four because it's British, yeah, you know, Scottish environment, running around, just pulling out big drifts, pulling in Edinburgh Castle in the background, things like that, yeah. So I think from stuff us, you can relate far, to, yeah, it's stuff you can relate to, and that's one thing. That's why straight away I'm like, this is actually quite good fun. This, I want to go back and play it more and more because it's good story, it's British setting, and now I'm more curious about wankers. This is the, <laughs> the uh, I think it was it was again going back to what we were saying about Fable, and maybe that's why it resonates so well with us is because of the British voice actors and the British Albion is meant to be like sort of industrial era Britain. Mm. games like that have great appeal for certainly for the UK market and it's things like so obviously there's this Fallout London that they've talked about that's been in development for years it's a fan made thing and it's apparently meant to be the best overall Fallout from what people have seen of it so far games yeah. like that <clears throat> same with GTA for example they they done a London game it was the old school system so it was maybe not as best as what it could have been top down 1969 or something exactly yeah. why, why not why not throw a curveball out for the next fallout? Why not? Like we know what's happened in America. We've done the West Coast. We've done the Capital Wasteland. We've done Boston. Yeah. We've done America. There's not many other places. We've done Anchorage, Alaska. We've done Pittsburgh and the. We've done Alaska as well. Yeah. Yeah, we've done so the like, pit as well. So they've done a lot of America. Fuck America. Let's go fuck somewhere America. different. Go. Flip that happened? bit. Just that one set. Yeah. yeah. Fuck America. <laughs> Why not find out what what happened in fault? What happened in London? Yeah, because surely they do know that the whole... It's not just America that's affected it. But it says that at the start of Fallout 4, the press releases say, and we've got confirmed reports from China, London... Yeah, everywhere, they, yeah. they mention that at the start, so it's it's part of the universe. So have the next fucking Fallout in London. Yeah, we definitely need more games. Like you said, America's a great setting because of the diversity. Yeah. yeah. What's more diverse than... Going elsewhere in the world. Yeah. You know, I mean, England, that's, France, Germany. I mean, that's uh, the thing. You look at the like Watchdog Legions. Fantastic game. Exactly. You look at the size of Valhalla, right? And obviously, it's if if you know enough about England, because they don't really, they, they come up to Scotland a wee bit with the picks and things like that. But. Too cold up there, though. Yeah. yeah. It is fucking stereotypical that it's fucking snowing in the part where they've got to find the picks. as well. Yeah. So if you know, like, you can work out where everything there is in England based on, like, where it is, because obviously they've got, like, Tyneside and they've got London area and they've got Oxford and shit like that. 
which is fine in a, a medieval setting, but have a game that's based in the present day. That if you have, if you think a game's size of maps, so take um, Odyssey for example, and the whole span of Greece that that covers, and then in Macedonia and stuff like that for the Alexander the Great stuff, you could fit the whole of the UK as that as a map that you start off primarily in England and London and things like that, and you end up in the north coast of Scotland because that's where one of the missions takes you. Assassin's Creed Syndicate was all the London based. Yeah, well. so there's there's more than enough scope to do something like that. They Remember just, the getaway as well? The getaway, yep. The British the version of the driver, too. yep. Yeah. You were cutting yeah. about in your little fucking fighting your Vauxhall Astra police cars and your black cabs, yep. Yeah. It's... Uh, 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 it's uh, something that many people have said, but something like GTA, something like Los Santos. Yeah. But a parody of London or, or Manchester or yes. Edinburgh or something like yeah. that. Just It would just, it would be awesome, I think. It, uh, I think that's chunk enough, of yeah. the English country or British it's countryside. Good. Exactly. That's why we could probably pass allegiance to that. And that's probably why the Legion had such a soft spot to me last year because, or two years ago, should I say, was because, yeah, it was all London based. It's like, yeah, this is actually quite a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Last stop at the moment so far. <laughs> Back to last stop, yeah. <laughs> so far at the moment, last stop. I I'm in the ballpark of I can't wait to play more of it, and it's one of my okay, recommendations of playing it. Playing just for story, and it's quite nice. It's a nice, easy storyline. You don't need to worry about achievements because you just play for the game, and anything you miss, you can go back in chapter slot. Yeah, and the dialogue choices are pretty easy to go in. You know, it's nothing. It's not, too, yeah, it's, nothing too strenuous. Is there, that's yet, a point. Is there? There's nothing like. Um, Comeuppance for what you say, isn't there? Mm, in the future, I think is that or not? At some point down the line, there will be, I think, but nothing. It's not like um necessarily as as strict as something like The Walking Dead, where yeah, you okay. got like you've I've got, got, the, I've got that vibe, yeah, I've got that kind of vibe where it's, it's like you know you out. can pick how your character wants to be interact, but everything will serve its linear line and how it would go through. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm excited to see how you, what you think of the chapters that come up because it, it goes places. Let me just say that I won't say anything more than that. Spoil it, but it goes places. No, thank yeah, you. It's cool. Go back, get, go back, and play some last stop. Right. See you later. Me. Bye. I was going to say, we should get you back. To <laughs> um, Ross, I'm going to dive in very quickly just because I want to get this out of the way because uh, I'm very disappointed with this game. I'm going to bring the mood down a little bit now. You're very sorry. disappointed. Very disappointed with this game. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant with the game I had been playing. I was no, like, no, what? No, not with you. No, <laughs> I want to bring it back up for a, an upper at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So bring it all back up. Sad moment. There's a, a little service called Game Pass. I don't know if we've mentioned it yet. This What's episode. that? Uh, best deal in gaming. You oh, can right. play, play hundreds of games. I don't game think I've heard of that. Money. It's a good, oh, so like, I know that shitty out. thing that doesn't have triple E games in it. It's the one that doesn't have all yeah. the games every month. Fucking yeah, assholes. Um, but if you don't want to play a big game, there's a few smaller games on there. Some are good and some... Not so much, including a title by the name of Visage. So this is... uh, Before you go any further on this, you're actually about to break my fucking heart. My own heart is broken. Because I'm watching the trailer for it going, fuck me, this looks scary and good. I am jumping all over this. And then you start it with, yeah, I need to disappoint you. Ah, fuck. I'm just as disappointed as you are. It looks so amazing. When it first came out, yeah, it, it, the look of it... it looks terrifying. Like PT, it, it's obviously PT, heavily PT inspired, um, which is a game I never played. I could demo oh, PT was amazing. But uh, I've watched a lot of trailers and I, I saw the 
the atmosphere and the tension. And I was quite actually into, into the idea of PT, but at, at the time I didn't have a PS4 and, the, and obviously it's all gone now. We know that when I was having that, but this come out and it's basically inspired by that. It's got the same slow foreboding atmosphere, the same almost, what's the right word? Obtuse. Like uh, yeah, jump scares, but like it's obtuse. Like it doesn't tell you what you need to do. You just yeah, you just do it, and you and you just got to go. It says at the beginning, uh, visage is hard. You've got to use resource management and all this bullshit. And it instantly I was like, oh for fuck's sake. Um, but the idea is you walk around this house and you have to find certain things, and certain items will kick off a memory, which then leads you into whatever chapter it is. And it took me, oh maybe an hour and a half to see anything even remotely scary. It was just plodding around this fucking house over and over again. Where, like, where have I got to find? Where's the thing I need to find? Is it in here? No. Is it in here? No. Is it in here? No. Is it in here? Oh, I've already been in here. It's not in here. Is it? Uh, no, it's not here. No, it's not there either. Let me open this door. I can't open this door. I can't open this door. Oh, I can open this door. Oh, there's nothing in here. Oh, 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 for fuck's sake. Can my character run? They don't run so much as... Shimmy. They, yeah, they might as well <laughs> fucking shimmy along like a fucking crab, basically. Um, and when I eventually did find the key that I needed, which was hidden, not in plain sight, but the way the environment's laid out. It's a very good-looking game, I'll give it that. But the way the environment's laid out, everything sort of blends in. But there's loads of cupboards and stuff you can open, but there's nothing in the cupboards. The thing I wanted was on top of the cupboards. So there I am opening all the fucking doors, and <laughs> it's sitting on the top of the cabinet, uh, which annoyed me. And then we got to the actual scares and I was like, oh, here we go. Fucking the lights have gone out. I've got a camera which flashes. Uh, and as I flash the, the 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 light on the camera, it sort of shows something up on the wall. And it's like, oh, I've got to follow that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. And then I, I get the scare and I'm stuck in place. And this creep, creature walks towards me, walks away. And I was like, oh, is that it? Okay. And then I walk around the corner and I get instantly killed by it. Okay. That wasn't very scary. And I walk around the corner again once I've reloaded and it's not there. And then it's, it's just boring as fuck, quite frankly. It's, not, it's not scary at all. It's it, boring, the thing it's is, like, it looks like, you know, what that, like from what you've now told us compared to what I'm watching on the trailer, it's like one of those horror films where you watch the, like, you see the trailer advertised for it and all the scary, terrifying bits are what's in the trailer. And you think, fuck me, this is going, this is going to be terrible. I'm not going to be able to sleep for a month. And then you get in the film and you go, oh, right, I've seen that about the trailer. Is that the only scary part of the game? Oh. Basically, yeah. Because yeah, like, you I... watch the trailer and it's like, <clears throat> it's one of the parts in the trailer where you're walking down like a, it's, it's like a bridge type thing. Like you've got a like chain link fencing over the top of you. And it's all these like bodies that look like mannequins at the side all like staring at you like this. And you're like, that's fucking, that's horrific. That's fucking. That, that might be creepy, but. Based on what I played so far, it'd probably be tedious because your character walks so slow. Oh, I'm sick of these fucking mannequins now. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But um, the thing, like I say, the trailer, like I'm saying, like when you first put the game, I was like, I've never heard of that. I watched the trailer, I was like, fucking hell, he's, this, yeah. this is going to be like something I need to jump on right away. And now you've like shat him up at it. Yeah, I was very excited. Like I said, when it first came out, uh, I think DJ reviewed it for us and he was quite high on it. And I thought, oh, I might actually buy this. And obviously, things happened, time happened, I never got around to it. Um, uh, it's, if, I think if the pace was a bit quicker or if there was some 
indication of what you were supposed to be doing, it might not be so yeah. bad, but because you're just aimlessly wandering around this house, like, what the fuck am I looking for? I don't even know what I'm trying to do. Um, and the only clue I had was that all the doors were locked. So I had to find, I think it was a basement key and a garage key or something. Well, I spent ages walking around trying to find these fucking keys. Eventually found them, got to the door, pressed the button. It said, you need the garage key. So I've got the fucking garage key. But what you actually have to do is open the inventory, go down to the garage key in your inventory and use it. You can't just press the A button to like you would expect oh, from most games. Fuck that. Yeah, that's annoying. Off. Like, I mean, the one caveat is that it does get rid of the item once it's done. So you can't. So once you've used the last key, for example, the last door, it goes. So you know you've finished with it. But yeah. I was like, that's just one needless step. Like, why can't you just, you know, I've got it in my inventory. Just let me fucking use it. Um, and then you've only got a certain amount of slots for what they call um, like usable items. I think, oh, I can't remember the exact name. But you could pick up pills to re reduce your sanity meter, which if you stand in the dark, you go crazy like amnesia, which is annoying because everything's fucking dark. And the, the best way to fix it is to take these pills or to just stand in the light for a few seconds. Okay, I stand the light and then I walk forward a bit. And they have random events, so if you let your sanity get too low, uh, something will happen, like a, a radio will turn on or a light will turn off or a door will slam or something. And I think they're supposed to be scary, but all they did was annoy the shit out of me because I thought, just fuck off. Like, just leave me alone, please. Like, I walk past a radio and it's suddenly blare on and start playing some shitty music or some static or something. Like, well, you, you didn't scare me. Now you've just made it so that I can't, I need to come over there and turn it off so then I can go back to what I was doing. Or the light will turn off. So oh, I've got to fucking turn it back on now. Lick it back on. And there's never anything there. It's not like you turn it back on, there's a fucking monster. It's just, oh, now I just can't see what I'm doing. So I turn the light on and that's it. And it's just, oh, it's just annoying as fuck. And boring. doesn't sound fun at all. And I did the first, I think I've done the first chapter and the very end of it, you go through one of the doors and it leads you into like a weird landscape, which is fair enough. And you climb up a, a tree and it starts giving you story exposition, but not very well. And you're sitting in this little tree house and there's this voice going, I can't remember what they're saying, like, like press the, 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 take the pill or take the pill or something like that. And it goes on for far, far too long. And I was sitting there, I was like, am I supposed to do something? I'm clicking everything. I'm trying to press it. I can't get out of the room. I can't move. I can't do anything. And I sat there for no word of a lot, about five minutes while this thing went on until it eventually decided, you've had enough now. Here you go. Get back to the game. I was like, just let me... Oh, no. so yeah. I don't know if I'm just not as big a horror fan as I thought or if this is just boring, but I think it's just boring uh, and tedious. And I'm very... I'm, not, I'm not a big horror fan, so... See, I'm... I'm a massive horror fan, which is why this game sort of jumped out to me. And I was yeah. like, oh, I was really looking forward to playing it. And the, last week I finally had time. I was like, yes, I'm going to start it. And they, they got, a, I think it was a Kickstarter game and they got a little like credits bit where you, you play it. So you go into a room and you've got to find all the pages for the, the, the book, which has all the people who backed it on Kickstarter and stuff. And that wasn't scary as such, but that was more fun so far because it was like a little puzzle room. You gotta like figure out where where the pages are and try and find them. It's not very hard, but that that was more fun than the actual fucking game. So I, I think fucking I'm gonna sound like a broken record today on this, but I just realised it's cloud based as well. It's cloud based. Yeah. I feel like I now need to jump into this. Just even 15, 20 minutes of it, just to see if it is as poor as what you yeah. think, I'm, or if I mean, it's it, it could it could get better later on. Yeah, but so far. 
I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just not enjoying it at all. It's just boring. It's yeah, like, like, like I, said, I could understand slow and scary, or PT. If there was some sort of incentive to to figure out, but I just, I'm just not interested. It's just boring as fuck. <laughs> that's it, that's it, literally it, and which is a shame because I was really looking forward to playing it, and that's it now. You know what? I don't, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know what I don't understand. Like you see this game without fucking making G want to walk up to Scotland to murder me. You see this game as pointless in regards to you don't see anything that's happening from it. Mm. Yet love the Stanley Parable. Yeah, but at least that... I it's feel humorous. Like there's, there's con- yeah, it's funny, and there's always something happening. Even if yeah. you go for five minutes, like going through the same bit you've already done, when yeah. you get to the end, there's something different. Whereas this, you literally just ambling slowly i can't emphasize how slow this person walks <laughs> like, I, at I, least stanley I, runs zimmer, zimmer, zimmer frame it's just oh and it's, it's, yeah it's just like i said the the jump scares they try and in, introduce for like huh that's oh no that's just annoying that's not scary that's just wind me up just stop fucking turning the lights off let me carry on anyway sorry that's enough that's no enough negativity i will play some more and hopefully it'll improve but I'm not holding that much. <laughs> at the uh, and the other one I've been playing this week is Vampire Survivors again because I cannot get enough of that fucking game. Um, and it's the first game in uh, fucking 20 years, maybe, that's actually made me look up like guides and information on how to do things and what to do. Uh, and Ooh. I've discovered there's you can combine weapons, there's new levels to unlock, there's new characters to unlock, there's, there's uh, if you get a certain number of items and you upgrade them enough and then you defeat the boss of a level which i didn't even know there was a fucking boss of a level then you get more powers and you get new things and new items and it's just the the deeper down the rabbit hole you go with that game the fucking more it drags you in <laughs> i've played it for maybe three hours today and each run was only about seven to ten minutes long you know the thing is like see <laughs> this is going to this is going to sound terrible, and it's not in any way, shape, or form shitting on Jay's gaming experiences, but it looks like visual diarrhea. Like, it looks all it is is just, like, fucking lights, 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 movement, lights, fucking explosions. Like, what the actual fuck is it's going like, on here? Yeah. Like I said last week, it, it's, it looks dreadful, and the idea of it before I played it sounded dreadful. It's like you literally just move around and just try and survive. There's so many but, fucking enemies. Yeah, more, it's just like, it's like... Yeah. it's like sensory overload like but the more you play it and the more characters you unlock and the more permanent upgrades you buy with the coins you earn the easier it gets to get further and then you unlock more and then you unlock more and then you unlock more and then you unlock a new level and then you start again and then the new levels i've unlocked so far i've given you an extra bonus so the last one i did gave you a map so now you can see where like the special items are on the stage and it takes a fucking month for sundays to get there much like visage they walk very slowly mm. however there's constant action and it's always it's almost like bullet hell I fucking love bullet hell games and you're just ducking and weaving in and around all the enemies uh, and you get upgrades constantly and you sometimes it's, there's elements of roguelike like I said like sometimes you'll get a good run of luck where you get a good set of weapons or items or whatever and sometimes you get a bad run where you get shit but even when you get shit you've still got a chance because this, you can upgrade them enough to to give you a chance, that thing. If as long as you play for long enough, and all it takes is ten minutes, and you're fucking super powered, until you get to a boss and they fucking wipe the floor with you. But I'm, I'm 
like I said, this this would be ideal for cloud or for console. Just to sit down 10, 15 minutes and have a quick go and just fucking run through it. Now I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. And I don't know why, because like I said, it shouldn't be any good, <laughs> but it is. It really is. It just doesn't look that. It looks crazy. Like, yeah. Well, fair enough. Yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Anyway, I spoke about that last week. Ross, talk to me. Video talk, games. Talk to you about your fucking rabbit hole that you've dragged me down. <laughs> kicking and screaming. This Stanley Parable game, man, it's, it's fucking... Oh, it's honestly like it's like a drug like you know you shouldn't do it you know you shouldn't keep going back to it but fuck me it's hard not to exactly how I feel about Vampire Survivors oh, <laughs> like, why, yeah. why am I doing this to myself like I don't actually know what I need to do but fuck it I'm going to do it anyway and it's just oh it's fucking crazy man like you like, I, what was I doing a bucket I got fucking, I got, I was running around with a bucket. And well, I, well, well, don't go spoilers. I, I'm not going to go any further, but like, I'm finding myself like fucking, this bucket is the be all and end all. This bucket can never leave my grip. Ian, have you found a bucket yet? No. And I'm like, oh, man, what the, the fuck am I doing oh. with this bucket? Fucking bucket. And it's just this stupid shit like that. You're like, why the fuck am I so happy that I've got this bucket? Or like it's not a it's not a spoiler because you you can't miss it so it's not a spoiler, like the Stanley Parable two. Why the whoa whoa? <laughs> why the fuck did they call it Ultra Deluxe? What shitty ass fucking name is Ultra Deluxe? <laughs> and it's just like so. Well, this guy needs therapy. Not not Stanley. <laughs> Stanley's fucking fucked up as it is. He's he's beyond help. But the then needs therapy, yeah. the narrator is like, man, you've you've got issues. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, uh, oh, like Jay will know what I mean. But all I'm saying is steam. Yeah. And it's like, what, mate? Mate, you you need to check yourself into the priory. You you Hang need on. help. We need to talk afterwards because you must have found a bit I'm on about then. Oh. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that after off off air because we don't want to ruin it for anyone. Yeah. But, but it's yeah, just no, like it's, what it's the fucking fuck? brilliant. Like you never know it's what to again. expect. Like I I I feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over, and then like I'm like fucking getting annoyed at myself. Like I've been in this room, nothing's happening, and then like I'll go back out the room and then go through that room again and another room, and something will change. I'm like fuck, I need to do that again, and then I forget the order that I've done it in, so I don't fucking get the same result. I'm like, fuck. I mean, it depends on whether you got the bucket, or whether exactly. you took the bucket, or whether you took. Meeting and shaft. I done it with the bucket, and realized, oh fuck, I have to do it again without the bucket. <laughs> it's like why am I doing this to myself why, why do I feel the need to fucking torment and torture myself with this fucking game because it's awesome uh, it's, it's just it's, but the thing is I, it's, it, I, I can't even describe it it's not even it's not pointless right because it, it, it's not it's got humour to it it's got like comedy aspects to it but there's no there is no point to it you you can't complete it. I, you can't. I think, the, I think the point is just the humor, though, and it? You, oh, every time it's... you turn a new corner, it's like, what else am I going to find? Oh, I found this. Oh, the narrator's <sighs> saying this or doing this, or yeah. Suddenly, I've, I'm here. Or I've done this. I've done that, and you're like, okay, now let's do it again. See what happens this time. But it's like you know what it's like. It's like the Deadpool movies. They 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 aren't cinematic masterpieces, but this whole th- this whole fourth wall element to it makes it 
like so engrossing. Like, uh, what fucking part was it that I was thinking about? Like the part where, the part where you're doing sequel and he refers to shit that's happening in the game that you've previously done, or or even a better one. Fucking uh, blows my mind. Start in the game, turning the game on. Tell me what time it is. Oh, I love that. Oh, you did it right this So you, you put the fuck right you put the time in and nothing said. You've put the time in, so be it. You turn the game on the next time you put the time in. Wow, not a lot of people actually put in the correct time. I am actually shocked at your commitment to answering this question is honestly impossible. Since you were so nice and put in the correct time, the next time you're asked to put the correct time in, just put your favourite time in. Doesn't matter if it's right, doesn't matter where you are, just put the time in that you want to put in. So, thinking, hmm, I'm still going to stick to the right time. Now, is that your favourite time? Or is it the real time? Are you that committed to just being that honest? I can't even check to see if it is the real time. <laughs> I'm going to take your word that since you've done this in the past, this is the real time, and you really just want to stick to the way that the game is meant to be played. Fuck off! You yeah, shouldn't know this! This is bit, fucking... Yeah, with that bit where they were like, we can't even check it to see whether exactly. you're right. Exactly! Like, what the fuck? Right? What the <laughs> fuck? I've done this for, yeah. Like, I half expected to be sitting playing it and all of a sudden the Xbox dashboard to be pulled up and then the commentator going, actually, you did put in the right time. Well done, you. What the fuck, man? Are you watching me play? It's the blades. Yeah, this is fucking terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, oh, it's just little things like that. It's fucking incredible. And and uh, sticking with what you're saying, like when you turn it on, because obviously a lot of time it quick resumes, so only a few times I've actually gone back to the menu. But it's like set the darkness slider. You set the darkness. Slider. It's like now press the slider. Until we wish there was the more sliders okay. for you. Yeah. Now don't press the slider. You seem to now enjoy these sliders. And, yeah. Like, what? You seem to <laughs> enjoy these sliders. I really wish that we had put more sliders in for you. I know what. The next time you start this game, I'll make sure that there's more sliders for you to adjust. What the fuck? Yeah, fuck you. I've, I've set this up you shouldn't need for me to fucking come back and do it every single time why are you watching me fucking play this game it's so like what they've done That's with it is fucking, I mean the original was very clever but this is just it's, it's up it's, the ante in all sorts of ways it's like so it's like like I say it's fourth wall breaking and it's trippy as fuck and it's like what the actual tits is going on here it's just... Uh, it, and yet, you cannot stop playing it. Exactly. It's yep. utterly mm. pointless. I'm not going to get a sense of completion. I'm not going to get fucking Shepard making his choice at, on the Citadel and fucking picking what he needs to do. I'm not going to get fucking Geralt saving fucking Siri from the fucking wild hunt. All I'm going to get is... Stanley came into a room with two doors. Stanley <laughs> was told to take the door on the left. Stanley knew that the door on the right was not the door he was meant to take, and this would take it to the colleague's lounge. Maybe he wanted to check the colleague's lounge just to see what was happening. You get to the colleague's lounge. Yes, what a wonderful room. I can see why Stanley had to check this room out. However, Stanley, knowing that he was in the wrong place, proceeded to go ahead and take the first door on his left. And then you don't take it. And clearly Stanley was under the illusion that this whole game was to revolve around Stanley's choices. Stanley was not aware that he had other people to consider about. Yes, Stanley. Not just the bucket. You know who I'm talking about. You know she is waiting for you. 
And it's like, oh, oh what this just it's so it's so like batshit insane how oh, they con- conceived the, the the paths, let alone and uh, yeah, and uh, the bucket and every, oh. and as they say, the end is never the end. The end is never the end, end. Never and then the it's end. like never, the never is the end, and then the way you read it, like however, like you start the sentence, like the end is never, never is the end, because the way it fucking flows again, you're like. I actually feel like I'm going to need a psychiatrist by the end of this game. <laughs> Just to explain my feelings. Exactly. The or the, the point where I decide to not put in the fucking controller anymore. <laughs> oh. But we definitely need to talk about this more in depth with some spoilers at some point. Uh, I, I haven't actually touched it this week because I've been playing other things, but uh, yeah, I want to get back to it and play some more, see if I can get to I saw some vague spoilers on the internet, but I don't know if they were real or fake or not because... A lot of people have been very good at playing along and not spoiling it. So hopefully uh, I'll find out whether they're true or not at some point soon. However, anything else, Ross, or should we get into the end of the... Uh, never yeah, the, the, end end the, end end. the end of the end. Not that the end is never. Yeah, right, cool. So that's what we've been playing this week. Thank you very much for listening. If you made this far, you're a hero. We love it. We're going to talk about some other reviews and Game Pass things right now. Uh, Evil Dead, the game review from our, our good man James went up this evening. This afternoon, I should say, he gave it six point two. Seems like it's getting a, quite a bit of love. Uh, like four v one asymmetrical game, go check it out. And Corey reviewed Wildcat Gun Machine, which is like a bullet hell isometric shooter. Which I didn't realize what it was, and that's instantly piqued my interest as soon as he mentioned the word bullet hell. Uh, so I should go and check that out at some point. And then, as I said, special guest Pete reviewed Sniper Elite Five, and gave it seven point eight. If you want to go check them out, as well as many other reviews on the website, that would be wonderful. Uh, however, if you are a member of Game Pass, I don't know if we've mentioned Game Pass yet or not. I think we maybe dropped in like once, What's Game Pass? twice at a push. I think you said something about it earlier on. But yeah, um, yeah if, if you want to go check out this the elusive service that we've got no games, Ross, there's games coming to it. What kind of games have we got coming to the game? So, end of the month, obviously, it's tailing off a wee bit. They're all going to obviously ramp up in June. So, there's not been anything announced for sort of this week coming. Um, as yet, they'll obviously wait till I think it's usually the first week in June, then they drop the bombshell and start adding things onto it there. So, I'll run through the games that came out on last week's sort of edition of it. You've got, I'm going to break it up a wee bit because I got told off for making the content too spicy last week. So, I'll have Hard Space Shipbreaker on May 24th, PC. Floppy Nights, May 24th, console, PC and cloud. Ian's game that he's been jumping into this week, Sniper Elite 5, was out on May 26th, console and PC. There's your AAA game, Kotaku, by the way, so go fuck yourself. Um, Cricket 22, May 27th, PC. And Pac-Man Museum Plus, May 27th, console and PC. Nice. Thank you very much. And Ian, we all Hello. know Game Pass has got no games, and sometimes things leave, which means he's got even less games to play. Oh, no. What's leaving? No. So, unfortunately, leaving us is Knockout City, Farming Simulator 19, Super Hot Mind Control Delete, Yes, Your Grace, NHL 20, and a AAA title, Resident Evil 7. So, you've got no games, they're leaving. Yeah, Outrageous. bastards. I oh, know. Yes, so very disappointed that we're losing Resident Evil 7. As I said before, I've already bought it. I don't know how many times, but doesn't matter. Go how check it you, out. How many times you completed it? I need it once, but I have bought it a couple of times because I am a chump. Right. 
Games of Gold, Graham. Ah, oh, Graham. Graham! You're not here. All right, I'll do it quickly. So Games of Gold, we've got Yoku's Island Express, which is available for another two days until the 31st. The Inner World Last Wind Monk, which is available May 16th to June 15th. And the Viva Pinata Party Animals, which is also available May 16th to the 31st of May, which is just another couple of days. So go check them out. Uh, and then I imagine Major Nelson will tweet out in about 10 minutes saying what the next Games of Gold are. But too late, Larry. He let us down once again. Just not Any on. guesses? Um, I reckon they're going to add uh, Manhunt. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja Guy. No, no idea. But yeah, we'll, we'll see, no. we'll see uh, what, what they reveal soon. However, I believe that's the end of the show, gentlemen. We've made it. We did another one. Episode 80th. Obviously, it was supposed to be the quiz this week. Fingers crossed we'll get it in the next few weeks. I need to talk to you well, guys ne- afterwards. Next week. No, oh, I need to talk to you guys afterwards. So, yeah, I need to talk to you as well for the weekend. Um, we, uh, yeah, we get the quiz. We will get the quiz at some point. It'll be myself, Ian, and Graham. Uh, sorry, uh, myself, Graham, and Ross competing for ultimate champion. Since we've all won one quiz each, uh, we might have special guest Pete in if we can get some some convincing going on. I mean, and... I know it's like fucking blue moon territory, but what happens if Dan wins? Do we then need to have like an episode 100 where it's like fucking yeah. chips Ultra on the table, piece. that's it? Well, you that's keep it. your fried chips out of this. Your fried chips, your fucking <sighs> deep fried Mars bars, and your uninstalling Halo. Yes. So, yeah, next week we'll have, we're back at 8 pm. <sighs> Ish! On youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern official, which would be wonderful. You can go to check out the videos that Ross and Dan and the other guys do. Go to xboxdown.com for our written stuff. We've got plenty of reviews going up over the next few days, including one that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. However, I've had it finished for ages and I'd quite like to talk about it. So maybe next week or the week after. Um, and yeah, various bits and pieces. Thank you very much. You can follow us at Xbox Town on Twitter or whatever other social media is your poison. Um, TikTok. 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 I'm a clock. Like I said, I'm not good, not good at this pimping stuff. But that's it. Thank you very much for listening to episode 80th. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy yourself. Don't don't enjoy the Jubilee weekend too much, will you? <sighs> two days off, baby. Fuck yeah, your that's, two days that's off. The only, I was going to say, that's the only... We don't get that up here, by the way. You're not getting You're not. it off. <laughs> oh, oh, you fucking... Oh, right. Not a <laughs> chance. Anyway, are in, before... Are you in Ketwing, are you, this week? Oh... I am only for two days. Oh, that's all right then. We'll be back Wednesday. Yeah. Um, well, we're going down to Devon. Anyway, we're getting fucking well off topic here. Anyway, goodbye, everybody. It's fine. We could go off topic. Be safe. We're fine. Bye bye. Bye, everybody. Love you. See you next week, maybe. Uh...